What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Daily Ramble. Today is Friday, or I guess tonight. It's a little bit late, 9.30, but uh, here we are back at it again. And I am your host, producer, and special guest, the Rambling Viking. So a couple things on the agenda. First and foremost, I'm working on a new series. Uh, haven't come up with a name yet, so if you have any suggestions for it, um, but it's basically my shift to changing your perspective on life, your perception, and becoming a more positive person and just kind of overall betterment and just my story behind that. So maybe people can pull things from that, but uh, also started a Patreon page. I don't anticipate people wanting to support me with money because there's only like eight of you guys and you're all my friends. Um, but you know, maybe once I get a bigger listener base and if I get a bigger listener base and it goes out, then it, uh, you know, then people might want to give a dollar here or there or whatever support me because I see those ways. Like if, if I receive like getting like physical, like payment like that really keeps, I mean, I'm going to keep doing this, but you know, it's, it's kind of on my own time and everything, but once you receive that, then you kind of have a responsibility to keep producing good content, and then it gives people a, an actual fundamental say in here. So if you want to check it out, go to patreon.com slash the rambling viking. You can check out my page, really simple. I set up three basic tiers, and so it would actually, if you know, you're interested in having a, a say in a show or being on the show, either in a recorded way or, a, or coming on live um, or, you know, picking a a topic for a segment, then go check that out and you can see, you know, it's only, I think it's only a couple bucks, but, uh, that's, that's what you can do. So <clears throat> I think it's just a one-time thing. I'm new to Patreon, so I'm not sure if it's like a monthly re-up thing, but, um, I wouldn't care if it was, I don't need it to be monthly. You know, you can just give me once, give it once, but that's uh totally not <clears throat> required by any means. Please just enjoy listening for free. If you enjoy listening for free. So, I just figured, you know, there might be some crazy person out there who is like, yeah, like, I want to give you a dollar. <laughs> well, here's a way you can give me a dollar. So uh, another big news, I'm now officially on eight different platforms, not including Anchor, which is the host. Um, I am now in that, adding Spotify today. So you can find the Rambling Viking podcast on Spotify if that's the way you get your music. So that's really, really exciting because I remember when I was looking into Spotify and it was kind of complex and a real review process. But uh, seriously, if anybody's out there interested in doing any sort of podcasting, I looked for a long, long time at several different places and I tried this one place, um, podcast.com, and I had a, a, a WordPress thing and then I, I stumbled upon Anchor on Reddit. Some guy used it and Anchor.fm is seriously the best place to podcast. Um their philosophy is they want to keep it free for the creators because what you run into is a hosting service, right? And you're going to have to pay a monthly subscription. You have a free one, but you're limited to like a gig or two gigs of something of audio. So you, you hit that cap and then old stuff's going to start being deleted or you have to re-up. And, you know, it's like Blueberry and these other hosting services that are that are good. They're Don't get me wrong. They're good. You know, it's kind of the free market working here. It's like, ah, we're going to charge uh, to do this. <clears throat> to have your RSS feed, but Anchor is totally free and you can record on their website. They even have transitions you can, you can use or you can upload. I do a mixture of both. You know, I record a lot of the stuff just on the website because it's just easier, but it's super easy to set up your page, get your episodes, organize them, publish them. And then they automatically submit 
to different places. So, um, because that was, that was my next thing. You know, when I found a hosting service, a lot of times you have to submit and apply to Apple podcasts, to, to pocket cast, overcast, Spotify. Well, what anchor does is they automatically submit. And so it gets accepted. And then when you post on anchor, it sends it out every which way. So, I mean, I'm on eight different platforms, even though I only have like five people to listen to this show. And I'm, I haven't even eclipsed 60 listens all time on all like 15 of my episodes or whatever it is, but Hey, I'm out there and I'm available. So next thing is, uh, put it on you people, lovely people. Listen to me. Um, you can go grab the link from anchor or Apple or wherever and, uh, share it around a little bit if you like it, or if you think I've got some interesting stuff. So that's enough of an intro go though. You guys are probably bored and I don't mean to do that. Exciting things. So in, in the world of sports, uh, we, Carmelo Anthony is going to part ways with the Oklahoma City Thunder. The big question at hand is how is it going to be a trade? Because he has that no trade clause, so he essentially gets to pick where he goes. Um, you know, but and and the bigger question is who is this, does anybody want to take that twenty eight million dollar contract of his? See, and I don't think so. That, that just doesn't make sense because he opted into his contract because he knew that if he opted out and was a free agent, nobody was going to pay him. They might have paid him like $20 million, 15, but almost nobody was going to pay him. Like He wasn't going to get $28 million anywhere else. So I don't blame him for that. But then there was this ego clash, you know? He he came here and he, he, in his words, you know, he tried to change his game and play a different role. But I, I think he's kind of selling himself short here when he's like, well, it didn't work out. So I'm going to do me. I have a lot to offer and I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a bench role. And when you, you my my perspective on, on this whole thing is like, look, you're not the first option. You've always been the first option. You're not the first option anymore. Last year in New, New York, Chris Stapps, your last year in New York, Chris Stapps started to take over the show as a young and upcomer. And obviously your time in New York was kind of rough, but you played this certain style for 14 years now. And so and it's kind of this black hole style where you're the man and you're your ball dominant player. You don't pass out or anything like that. It's you know it's an ISO player, which can work, but for the most part, I think we see a lot of times that it falls short in terms of team success. And you come here, and it's like you're now the third option, kind of in the mix. You're almost more or less just another role player who still has, and you're on. He's at that he's 34. He's at that point in his career where he's he's falling off. He's coming out of his prime or just came out of his prime. And so athletically, physically, he's falling off and he's having to, he's going to have to adjust his game to be that old man game, you know? And that's, that's gotta be so hard to, to finally accept that, you know, accept that this is happening. This is how it's going to go. And especially for him, you can tell he's got a really, he's got a lot of pride and really big ego. And, you know, I don't blame him for sitting there and saying, I got a lot to offer. And it's like, we don't doubt you have, don't have a lot to offer. You know, I think he would still get his, his 25 minutes a game or whatever he was getting, but he just maybe wouldn't start. And my thing is, is if you want to play the way you want to play, which you feel most comfortable and that you feel you'll be at your best. If you were on the second team on Oklahoma city, that's exactly what you'd be. You would be the man, the target, the offense would run through you. You'd be the scorer, the go-to guy, and you could play how you want. And the, on the upside is you probably would look pretty darn good because you know what? You're playing against second string of other teams for the most part, are role players. You're not going to see a lot of big-name stars. So you'd be – basically, it's like you're you're stepping down to – no, I'm not even going to say that. No. But 
and you and you'd still be making your money, still be getting your points. You would get everything minus you just wouldn't get the cool intro with as being a starter. That's literally it. And my thing is, is like he obviously wants to. I know he wants that ring and he wants that success because he hasn't had that team success ever. And it's like, come on, dude, come on. You could hit. You really gotta. But but I don't think he fully understands how to buy into a system. And the struggle is. Golden State, everybody's willing to buy into it now because they've, you know, three out of four years they've won the chip, and it's like, oh yeah, go there and do whatever. And that's why Boogie took five million over a year, five million. Kyle Singler is almost making as much as him, but I mean, there's, there's, there's that right there, and so it's just like, Dad, gum it. <laughs> it. It's frustrating, but uh, with what okay, the moves OKC has made, being looking at a hundred million dollar luxury tax hit. Um, doing a buyout and then a you know a buyout and then a sign, and then he he could sign with another team. Twenty eight million, you know, we're, that's saving us over seventy million in luxury tax. So at the end of the day, not a huge loss. And honestly, I think it's it's fine because we saw his numbers plummet just because he didn't quite find his place all the time. And I think you kind of see a visual tension and like him wanting to do his own thing. And it's like, come on, dude, we need to work as a team. We want you to fit into the system. I just remember when we came here, he was like, well, Russ, you don't change your game. We'll, we'll conform to you. And then I think you saw, he learned, you know, it's actually really hard to conform. But that's the big news today. And the, the other big news in the crazy story, as far as the sports world goes, is the Kawhi Leonard stuff. What is happening here, folks? Like, seriously, it is the strangest scenario. And, I, and I'm hoping like five, ten years down the road, like something comes out and it's like a full like – and it documents everything that happened behind the scenes, full disclosure type stuff or as much as closure as we can get because th- this makes me question like his relationship for the Spur, with the Spurs, you know, for his entire career. Maybe it was good and this injury thing came up and, you know, it could be like the Derrick Rose situation where Derrick Rose was – he's never been the same since his knees because it messed him up so bad mentally. And, you know, maybe that, that was Kawhi's. He physically could come back, but mentally wasn't wasn't ready. And so the Spurs were pushing him. And then Tony Parker made his comment and all this stuff. But the, the, the interesting fact for me, right, is he physically hid, supposedly, this is reported, from San Antonio reps when they went to see him up in New York. Like, he went in another room, and his, all his people or his camp were like, he's not here, he just left. Like, he hid. What like what's going on? Players hiding from people. Now he wants out, but the Spurs aren't going to take anything. Like they set the price really high because really they have all the control here. Kawhi doesn't want to be there, and you don't want somebody who doesn't want to play for you because they're not gonna. They may not show out well, and all these other. It doesn't bode well for your team in the long term, and then you're you know essentially wasting that cap space. But at the same time. Right now, they've, they've got time on their side, and so they're just waiting for the best offer. I saw another interesting report where it said Kawhi would prefer to go to the Clippers, which is interesting to me because then it's like, oh, so he's not following the whole build super team with you, LeBron, so we can challenge the Warriors and go to Lakers. He's, it, it almost seems like he's still on the, among the path of, I want to go my own way. You can go your own way. Karaoke champ right here. So that, you know, that that's an interesting thought to me is, hmm, okay. Okay, then. Very, very interesting. Yeah, this, this whole Kawhi scenario just blows my, my noggin right off the top, though. I, I'm really just, like, baffled. 
This NBA offseason has been crazy, to say the least. I think it's crazier and crazier. And I read something interesting that this is – so the Warriors were have been created because of the collective bargaining agreement. They couldn't – they didn't agree to – with the Players Association, did not come to terms with cap smoothing, meaning – so now – as you know, TV ratings go up and down or whatever from season to season and more money comes in, it just gets slapped on the cap or taken off the cap. And so the cap has become more volatile. And so we saw a big jump, and that's what allowed them to sign Kevin Durant to that big money. And then also they still have cap space for the mid-level exception to get boogie this year and create a literal all-star team as their starters. Killing the NBA as we see it. And so it's kind of like, wow, we're victims of our own success in a lot of ways. But then, you know, you could see a cap drop in the next season and things like that. And it's very, very interesting. But as an OKC fan, I'm really excited for that. Paul George, uh, Paul George <laughs> committed to three, three plus one here. That's flipping awesome. I thought we were getting a two plus one at best, but I, I definitely thought it was gonna be a one plus one, but shoot. And he's like, nah, I'm gonna be here. So I'm excited to see how they can transform and, and grow him and Russ next to each other. And uh, see how that plays out. But other NBA news, we have Tony Parker going to Charlotte, which is crazy. I thought he was going to be a lifer at the Spurs, but I guess they couldn't come to a contractual agreement. Maybe they wanted him to retire, and he's like, nah, not quite. And so Charlotte took him, or Charlotte just offered him a better deal. Who knows? Who knows? San Antonio is a whirlwind right now. They lost Kyle Anderson, too. Like, I'm looking at this thing. Are the Spurs crumbling? Is this, like, dynasty that is the Spurs that we've seen for the past 15 years, 17 years? Like crumbling, is it? Is it? Is it coming to its end? And it, in a lot of ways, it's kind of exciting, but it's kind of sad, you know. It's it's almost just like wow, I can't believe like it's over. And I'm not even a Spurs fan, not at all. No, they're the enemy. But I don't know. It's one of those things. It's kind of like when Tom Brady finally retires, like you see the end of an era. It's kind of like whoa, there it goes, you know. And I'm kind of looking at it like looking at it like we're coming, you know. I mean, who knows? We're still probably like four or five years away, but. We're on the back end of Le- the LeBron era. Like that's crazy to think about the shifting of stars and things. It's, it's it's quite interesting. But on a different note, shifting gears a little bit. So that was the that was the sports news. If you, if you haven't been keeping up, but uh, honestly, all you guys have probably heard this. You probably have heard all of that already. So perfect. So something interesting. Um, if you don't listen to the Joe Rogan podcast, I highly recommend it. He brings on basically he takes a subject he doesn't know about. And it brings on an expert in that and just picks his brain for a couple hours as a conversation, which I really like the format and would love to copy. But it's like, why wouldn't they listen to me instead of Joe Rogan? Like, that makes no sense. So, but I'm just going to do my own thing. We're going to have fun with it. Um, well, he had a neuroscientist who specializes in sleep. And I've learned so much and also became so scared in regards to sleep and how I've treated it and how we treat it as, as a whole, as a culture. Um, cause found out some really scary stuff. So first of all, staying awake for, it only takes 20 hours for your brain to reach the same impairment of, of no sleep. Um, going 20 hours without, uh, being awake 20 hours consecutively, um, with no sleep is, has the same effect on your brain as being drunk. I think he said legally drunk maybe. So, you know, that may not be for everybody, but for most people, yeah, that is. Same type of impairment. And he was he was comparing it to drunk driving, saying it, it's different. You know, it's different in the sense of, like, with drunk driving, it's you have delayed re- responses and reactions. And he's like, he's like, driving drowsy is actually 
he said in a lot of ways can be way more dangerous than driving or you see more fatalities at least than driving drunk because when driving drunk it's all delayed slow down reactions versus driving drowsy there's no reaction because you're falling asleep your brain is shutting down your body is shutting down so there's nothing so instead of oh i hit the brakes too late and but the blow is still lessened it's i don't hit the brakes at all kind of scenario uh, but but the really interesting thing is how depriving yourself of sleep consistently has a deeper effect on the back end of your life of mortality like not getting consistently good sleep and and having good sleep habits can like can lessen your life up to 10 years it increases your they're, they're finding connections to um chronic sleep deprivation and um chronic sleep deprivation and alzheimer's and and then also cancer so an interesting point he made on the show was that like your body and and i and i've known this and you guys might know this but if you don't know this so your body you have cancer cells pop up all the time but your immune system kills them off and shuts them down before it becomes the actual disease that we know as cancer you know so because cancer cancer cell basically just means it doesn't it doesn't stop the, the mitotic uh, process doesn't stop the the multiplying doesn't stop and so that's why it's tumors as you have this clump of cells that has grown because the the control center in the cell that controls it's you know it's it's reproducing via mitosis um just shuts off and it just kind of goes hog wild so the interesting fact here is that the the you when you when you deprive yourself of sleep and you're not getting enough sleep that actually hurts and impairs the the immune system specifically that kills off those cancers those cancer cells as they pop up in your body so thus down the line making you more susceptible to getting cancer and then alzheimer's is another thing and um yeah and this is all they even you know what's crazy even showed because so for me i'll tell you this for me i've always been like ah i wish i didn't have to sleep more but i understand that sleep is valuable but i i undervalued it and i I never understood all these things about it, and it's a really interesting podcast. Um, let me look at what the guy's name was real quick, but I you should definitely go check it out because people – Matthew Walker is um, – and it was on April 25th, so it's Joe Rogan podcast, and he's a professor of neuroscience and psychology, and he's he's written a book and some other stuff. So it's really, really interesting, though, to look at sleep and actually understand how important it is. And instead of saying sleep, oh yeah, sleep is you know the third or fourth most important on the on the list as far as like our health. It's actually he's saying it's actually the foundation. We that's the jumping off point because it has effects on your weight, it has effects on your your life and your your um, chances of getting certain diseases later in life. Just your all cause mortality rate, meaning for whatever reason, just say if, if it goes higher, which is all cause of all causes of mortality. So it's very, very interesting. But so for me, I've like in college, I slept probably six hours consistently. I was kind of like go to bed at two, wake up at eight, you know, but it varied. And then now I'm, I'm kind of floating. I float a seven hours, seven and a half hours, usually sometimes less, but he was saying even just backing down from eight to, to like six for a week, you see huge lot. Like you see, loss in productivity and like it actually has big effects. I can't remember the specific specifics on it, but you figure most people say, oh, I'm six hours. I'm fine. And he, and he compared it to the effect of like, you have a few drinks at the bar and you're subjectively, you're, you're saying to yourself, yeah, I'm fine. I can drive. But objectively you have other people looking at you saying, no, he's not good enough to drive. It's the same way kind of with, uh, can be the same way with sleep deprivation. Like you sleep five or six, 
five or six hours. And, um, sorry, I heard a noise outside. It was a popping noise. Might have been fireworks. We'll go with fireworks. Um, but you know, you'll sleep five or six hours and be like, oh, yeah, feel fine. We're good. When actually, your body is is impaired there, is not functioning as 100%, but you may not feel it subjectively, but objectively, when you look at, you can look, you know, when you scan your brain, look at your, your physiological state, it's actually not optimal. And, uh, you know, so so getting in that eight hours is, is super, super important. And he, he broke down a lot of things. I can't break it down here, but he broke down a lot of things about sleep that, like, I didn't even think about and how we devalue it. And, you know, we focus on stimulants. And he, like, for instance, ADHD, right? Since we don't get good sleep, he said a lot of these kids that get subscribed like Adderall or prescribed like Adderall and things like that who have ADHD, they it might it might they don't doctors don't look at sleep and don't have enough sleep education in general. And then he talked about how the medical field is broken among sleep because a precedent was set by a cokehead forty years ago or something, and then he expects people, but he kept it a secret he was a cokehead. But that's a different 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 story. I might go over that at the end, uh, but. How you, how these kids, it might be, they may not be, you know, if you're not sleeping your, your full eight hours, then that can cause your, that can set things off. And then you'll have kind of symptoms, if you will, of uh, ADHD a little bit, or you'll, you'll, you'll seem to, you know, have trouble focusing and kind of be, kind of be hyper and loopy a little bit. And so you'll have kind of the same effects and he says, or maybe you are sleeping enough, but maybe you have breathing issues sleeping. Maybe you're not breathing right, so you're not getting into that deep sleep like you should be. And then they look at this, and so so it causes – so once again, the sleep is not okay. And so, you know, instead of doing – say they could do a sleep study here and see about this or, you know, ask them, hey, how much do you sleep at night? And be like, hey, you should try sleeping eight hours a night. But instead, we could, you know, go to the medicine and say, here's the Adderall. And the issue is they give them a stimulant. You get a stimulant. And then if sleep is the underlying issue, stimulants make it even harder, harder to sleep. And so that's just, it's an interesting thought, right? I'm like, oh, wow, I never even thought about that. And it's kind of like how when, when people tell me like they're not feeling well, like what I go to, so me being um, in, you know, in the field of kinesiology, I, I, I think we all know that uh, people – you know, like 90% of people, 80% of people live life dehydrated or at least underhydrated. Don't drink enough water. And I, I, I try to be good about it, but I don't even know if I, if I'm doing enough all the time, but anytime, like that's always my first reaction and response to someone who's like, ah, oh, I feel this way or that way. I'm like, how much water have you had today? And you know, and a lot of times it's like, oh, I had like a cup this morning. It's like six o'clock or they're like, oh, I haven't really drank any day. I had some lemonade or I had a pop and I'm like, go drink some water, rehydrate yourself. Water, you're 70% water, and that's the foundation for all the processes and being efficient. And like, you'll get a headache, you'll do all of this because your body can't function. We all know this. You go two or three days without water, and then you die. And can't say the same for sleep, but you go only not even a full day, and you already have the same impairments as a drunk person. So it's an interesting, interesting thing to, to realize that, like, wow, I didn't even. I've never known these things about sleep. It's very, and you know, how it affects the brain and the brain resets and super active actually and all these things. So I'm actually going to try and be a lot better about my sleep and make sure I get my full eight hours, mainly just from the simple standpoint of like, they talked about the all cause mortality rate. It shortens your lifespan by up to 10 years, depending on how sleep deprived you are. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get sleep. And the other thing they talk about too, is you can't 
catch up on sleep. Like you can't be like, oh, I only got two hours last night, so I'm going to sleep. You know, I'm going to sleep an extra six hours tonight. I'm going to sleep 14 hours. Then I'll make up for it. No, no, no. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's not like a paying back a loan at the bank is, is how they put it. But it's it's gone. It's gone. So you need to get it while you can. So forget I'll sleep when I'm dead because you'll actually die sooner if you don't sleep. Um, but maybe that's people are okay with that. Uh, the other interesting thing you talked about in America, average sleep. This is the average is six and a half hours, which means people are way below that. It doesn't mean like, oh, yeah, like people are getting sick. Like, it means people are four, four and a half, five. And so we're just living life impaired. And I think this is why you see, for me personally, this will be another episode I'll have to talk about. My, my kind of different theory that is, uh, I believe coffee is the worst drug addiction in America or one of the worst. It's one of the top is what I see because I see, or at least caffeine almost as a drug, caffeine and sugar, those two things. And I think people might agree. But um, an interesting thing was he said, you know what also plays into weight gain, weight loss. If you don't get enough sleep, your body goes into this mode where it tries to keep you awake and it'll make you hungry and it'll actually let go. It, it, it thinks maybe you're starving too. And so it won't uh, let go of the fat stores as easily. And so you can actually see, and not, he didn't say, he made it very clear. He's like the obesity epidemic in America is not just to sleep. And I don't think that there's any one big underlying cause. There might be one that kind of takes the, you know, 30, 40% of it, but I think it's split up amongst a lot of factors, sedentary lifestyles. Um, and then just our general diet and processed foods and greasy foods and things like that. And, and then how much we think we need to eat. But the interesting thing he was saying was, don't go to bed too hungry because it might trigger you into kind of a starvation mode. Don't go to bed too full and uh, because you'll have trouble going to sleep. But go to bed you know, kind of just right almost. Um, the other thing though was saying that when you stay up later, the, the hormonal shifts in your body actually cause you to be hungry. And then since you're tired, you, it, it, it wants you to crave more bad things, right? Because we all know, like, oh, it's 1130 at night. I'm really hungry. I'm going to go get a big greasy burger from Whataburger or something like that. You know, or I want to go get a pint of ice cream from Walmart and eat it. And I'm the same way. Like, my late night snack decisions are horrible. Like, it was a bunch of M&Ms and a cookie the other night because I was up till midnight. And I was like, that's very, very interesting, you know? So going to bed early enough can prevent that and then help you your your health in other ways. So all in all, it was it was a really, really good podcast. I learned a lot and I didn't do it justice here explaining. I kind of tried to hit the high points that I remembered, but you should definitely go check it out. It's a couple hours long, but it's well worth it. I mean, he goes over kind of every aspect of sleep and how interesting it is. Oh, the other thing was that I'll hit on is that actually um, alcohol and marijuana, those substances don't make, although you might feel like you sleep better, you actually don't. When they look at the brain scans, they look at the, the physiology behind it, you might feel better, but you actually it actually impairs your sleep and keeps you from going into the deep REM sleep, which is actually the best part of sleep for you. And uh, so they're like, yeah, the, the whole thing that, you know, I can't go to bed without a nightcap, and that's false, don't do that. And then... Um, if you hear potheads be like, yeah, it helps me sleep. Uh, it might help you get to sleep, but it actually impairs your sleep more. And over long term can have detrimental effects to you, huge effects. So I'm going to make sure I get my fair share of sleep and I uh, hope you guys do too. But that's uh, this is, we're going to kind of wrap this thing up. Ooh, funny story of the day. 
is house sitting and it's a great Dane. So they have a water bowl outside on their back porch for the people I was house sitting for my friends. And they're great Dane. He's a goofy, goofy dog. But they have a water bowl right under the spigot on the side of the house. Well, I go over, I'm like, I'm going to fill the water bowl. And I turn it on and he sees me do it. And he like turns his head sideways and just starts drinking at, at goes like at the end of the spigot, right where the water's shooting out. And is like basically like a water fountain, except it's going down as opposed to drinking out of the bowl. And then the rest of the week that I was house sitting, <laughs> we'd be outside and he'd go over there and he'd look at me and he'd look at the spigot and he'd lick, like he'd try and lick the end of it. And I'd be like, Oh, you want to drink? And one day I like just turned it on and left for like, and went inside for like five minutes and it wasn't on high or anything. So it was and the bowl needed to be filled because he goes to, he'll sit there for, Three, four minutes, it seems like, just drinking. I'm like, all right, dude, <laughs> that's what you want to do. But it, it was really, really funny. And I actually posted it to Reddit. And then some guy said, yeah, my dog did the same thing. He would only drink out of the tap in the sink. He goes, it was funny until I started getting woke up at 3 a.m. because my dog was thirsty. We put an end to it then. It was, oh, snap. But that was uh, that was pretty interesting. So I, I have a whole new vantage point on sleep, and uh, and hopefully you guys do too. I hope everybody has an amazing weekend. hope everybody had a happy fourth. Uh, but that's where I'm going to wrap things up today. And uh, don't forget, look for more of my stuff coming your way. If you care enough or just feel random crazy urge that does make sense to me, where you're like, I want to donate it all. Or if you want to have a say in one of the episodes, go throw a couple bucks on my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash the rambling Viking. I'm now on Spotify. If that's your preferred way for uh, listening to podcasts, but I'm also across eight different platforms, um, Apple Podcasts and uh, Pocket Cast are kind of the other two notable ones. So check me out and go ahead and share, guys. So I'd like to build a little bit of a listener base, get some more feedback. But in the, the day, I'm just doing this for fun. So Viking out.